your workout of the day is 21 point jerk for time we have one push jerk 10 double unders three push jerks 30 double unders six push jerks 60 double unders nine push jerk 90 double unders 15 push jerks 150 double unders and then 21 push jerks 210 double unders you didn't think I was going to read every line? I didn't did think you were going to read every line there at all, Jamie. No, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, wow, he's going to do it all. Um, so this is like 21.1. Yeah. But we're swapping the wall walks for... Push jerks. Push and jerks. they're kind of heavy. 60-42 is the RX. Ooh. And we go 70-47 for X+. plus, Because a wall walk takes for ages and a push jerk doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, we have make to go heavy. heavier to match up for Interesting. Is this... Like, let's get a guide on the heavy here. The one... It should be fine. The three reps should still be okay. I think you should be okay through the sixes and then the nines you should start thinking. It starts like, oh. Maybe I should split this up. up. Yeah. And then general like pace of the workout, is this a go get them or a bit smoother and... I think we got to get after it. It's an awkward one, isn't it? It's because it it's a lot of work. Yep. But it's not an awful lot of time to do it either. So it's that slightly... Like it's designed originally as a test, you know, yeah, so you think so. about it that way and there's a strategy element. There's a, I have to keep pushing through the, the wall walks in the original test. Yeah. So we have to keep pushing through the sets of push jerks, but we're going to have to break them up and then get on the rope and get as big a set as you can done every time on the double unders. It's a bit stop start and that's part of the challenge. Yeah. We're trying to get fitter as well as feel out the test. So two things today. So the feeling it out is like, where does it start to pinch? How do I get familiar with it? And then the other side, do I get fitter for the test? So when it gets hard, can I ask myself to not rest as much as yeah, I want to? That's always easier said than done, isn't it? With the jerks, how do I know I'm getting what I need from a movement perspective out of them? Like what are the boxes that I need to tick? I think it's a chance to really dial in the movement. We don't do push jerks. We haven't been doing them as much as we usually do yeah. recently. So here's a chance to dial in your dip drive. Make sure you hit the top of your drive every time. And then snap and under into your catch, making sure that, that elbow's locked out when we receive the bar overhead. We're not catching with soft elbows and then pressing it out. So like a really technical jerk every time. It's heavy so that you should stay technical all the way. And then the double unders. What's the... What's the secret weapon here? Because these are something that people get. They're definitely something whenever I was learning that I really, really struggled with. And then even whenever I got them, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing in order to help other people. Mm -hmm. I just like internally had an answer and I could go do that pretty consistently once I figured it out. What's the two must-haves whenever it comes to good double I, Well, I think, the, I think the way you phrased it originally was good. How do, how do you figure this out? Yeah. I think one thing is figuring out how you can create rope speed while staying relaxed. Yeah. Because the rope speed is, it's easy to do when we've created a lot of tension. <laughs> the shoulders get really tight. Yeah. Arms get really tight. And we just do a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. And then it's costing us an awful lot every time we do that double whip. Whereas there is a way to do it where it's so chilled out. You're breathing. Your hands are loose. Your shoulders are just tight enough that your posture is good. And it feels like a flow rather than an effort. I think that's the first thing. Mm. The second thing then is getting your bounce. I think there's a bit of conditioning to this. Like yeah. for a lot of us, we do have little compensations we have to fix. That's a long-term fix. But then it's also, can I get a condition so it can stay high enough, not too high, not too low, hit that right sweet spot. So that's 
I find myself internally when I'm doing double unders checking in on my bounce. Am I, am I overcooking it? Am I undercooking it? Because yeah. it can just be flattening out as we go. We don't notice. So there's the two sides of it to, to be constantly improving. And if you get the rope speed more relaxed and you get the bounce height just right and a bit more efficient, over time they just become easy. I used to be really relaxed with my double unders. Like I had one gear and one gear only and it was permanently in second. And Luke, my best friend at home, who's also a coach, used to tease me that I had the most boring double unders. <laughs> That's a good tease. That's how he described them. I was like, oh, he's like, you're so easy to count come a, like a workout in the open or something. But fuck me, it's boring to watch. I was like, oh, I One, like that. One, two, three, three four. <laughs> and like, you could lose count, but if you like keep tapping your finger, it's all the same and it never changed. Didn't matter if I had 10 to do, 30 to do, or 100 to do. It was the same rhythm the whole time. And so that's the point that we want to get to for this type of workout, you think? Yeah, I think so. Like, this one becomes snaggy because of the shoulders. And if we can avoid the snag, I think even if we don't go very fast, we'll blitz through the workout.